Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm Joko, and joining with me always is the lovely Haley. Hi. This is the Adam Munchies podcast where we talk about life and food in Southern California from here in LA all the way to San Diego and in between. Flip on that nerd switch, talk about gaming, anime, and Haley's one and only specialty, K-pop. K-pop, K-pop. And boy, do we have something to talk about for K-pop today. Um, so I hope everyone's doing well. AdamMunchiesLA at gmail.com is where you could always drop a line, say hi to us, ask some questions, give us some recommendations, help us, help us with stuff to talk about. <laughs> and I think we usually go with what? Food, right? Food. So there's actually a food spot that we went to recently. Mm-hmm. And... It's in this. Uh, technically, it is ramen, right? Ramen related. Yeah, it's a class what? of ramen. It's a class of ramen. It's not sukumen, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's called mazamen ramen. Mazamen. Oh, well, mazamen, I guess. Not even mazamen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you want to kind of exp- yeah. What oh, is, what is mazamen? Mazamen <laughs> is soupless noodles, or I guess in it translates also to mixed noodles. Right, so it's basically ramen without the broth, mm-hmm. and but there's a little different stuff in there, um, in terms of the type of seasoning and types of type of flavoring that they use. Mm-hmm. I think there's also like when we had it, there's like so, a lot of like, I guess it's kind of like oil also in the bottom that they use. Yeah, for, like, I think the it's broth, like kind of like flavor. goma, goma, which is like sesame oil. Oh, okay, so it's mostly goma. So mm-hmm. and then they also give you a lot of goma or sesame seeds. Yeah, like to grind on the top if you want to mix it, yeah. and they give and then you vinegar. As vinegar, well. yeah. So that it has that kind of option, mm-hmm. and also if they have like egg, it it reminds me a lot of like uh, Japan when we went, yeah, because they have that like jidori style jidori egg. egg on top. Yeah, like, it's, it's really very orange, orange and creamy. really runny, and then basically, so they serve it in a bowl, and then like nothing is and the, mixed, and but then, then the you mix. And the waiter asks, have yeah. you had this before? <laughs> yeah, so they explain it to you, like how you're supposed to eat it. So basically they tell you that you have to mix the whole bowl really, really well to get like all the flavors and everything mixed, and then break the egg. AKA Haley had me mix the bowl yeah. really well while she <laughs> while she recorded for the gram. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so mixing and mixing and mixing. Then, yeah, like it... Because I think uh, even like when we eat like Yoshinoya in Japan with the jidori eggs that they give you, mm. it's like when you make it just makes it more creamy. The consistency yeah. makes it like a lot more thicker, like the sauce. Yeah, like the egg, it's it makes it more creamy. Like because you can even eat like that kind of egg with rice, and that's it. Right, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, with all the flavors combined, obviously this is gonna taste amazing. It's yeah. definitely different from like 
what you're probably used to in terms of ramen, but nonetheless, still good. Did did it have um chashu on it too? It did, right? Yes. So this still chashu. It has yeah. like all the basic. Yeah, it has like stuff. um the soft boiled egg, chashu, the seaweed, and then like I think and then it's the, the difference green is onions, like the oil yeah, though, like the, the goma oil, the or the the sesame oil, but then also. Uh, the the actual consistency of the the ramen noodles itself really good. Yeah, it's thicker noodles. It's it reminded me of sukumen, like like noodles, when sujita yeah. and stuff. Except yeah. it's a little bit more curly. Yeah. Um, but it's it has like that really good chew, like a yeah. good good bite, and it's yeah thicker, a little bit not udon thick, but yeah. like sukumen thick. Got, there's like different items on the menu, but we got the deluxe one, which is like. Of everything yeah it's like includes everything which i should have asked for no fish flakes or like bonito flakes because it had like it wasn't really flakes though it was like a powder yeah bonito flake uh powder like which powder. i shouldn't have gotten because it was i don't with like me, but fish. I, yeah i guess it was he was extra sensitive to anything fishy yeah so. i mean like i scooped it off when before we ate it but i could still smell it I don't know. oh it's part of the flavor no. and then i also ordered the mogu Mogu chicken. Wait, did we even say what the name of this place was? Oh yeah, so the, <laughs> this place is called Mogu Mogu. <laughs> and then I yeah, and then I also ordered Mogu chicken, which is basically karaage, like which is fried chicken. Yeah, so I mean that was like it's like a, yeah, it was a basic like karaage basically. Yeah, they also serve ramen there too, but then like they're known for their mazemen. Right, because I mean. You can find ramen places everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure their ramen is really good too. Probably, we'll maybe try I'll it probably get next, it time. next time. Yeah, and then but nonetheless, this ramen is really good. Mazemen, right? Mm-hmm, mazemen. So it's like maize, like a maize. Mazemen, the men. yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, super good. The one we went to was in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. since you know you know us by now. We're always in Costa Mesa. Yeah. We're always in Orange County. Yeah. But good food places. That's why we were very surprised to find out that actually they had one way closer. They yeah. had one right here, like near Sawtell, which mm-hmm. is where you know B Sweet is and all those good stuff, like where Sujita is Sujita, too. Yeah, uh, and it's like down Olympic, so it's not on Sawtell, but it's like it's basically West LA. Spot, it's like yeah. a few blocks away, still like five blocks or something. So those are the two main locations that we saw on the website. So definitely check it out. We just walked in. Put our name on the. It was like an. It was at night too. It was a weekend at night. Yeah, we it wasn't maybe super waited crowded. Like Ten minutes. Dead seats outside and then also this inside. Indoor since dining. indoor dining. Thank God it's back. Yeah. So that helps a lot. And we're not too sure how the seating arrangement is in West LA, but yeah. definitely a lot of uh, seats in Costa Mesa for sure. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It was such a good experience. It was really good. Like I like the flavor. I'm still a Sukumen guy. Yeah. I like my broth too. I still ramen. prefer ramen. Yeah, but it was definitely if you've never tried it before, it's it's worth the try to mm-hmm. say at least you've had it. Yeah, and at least we have something like that here because I mean it, I feel like it's a, it's more rare than even like sukumen. Like you don't see these kind of spots with yeah. like mazemen or the, the dry first ramen. One. Maybe no sujita, the other one. Oh, killer noodle. Killer noodle. Like, but that's like spicy and it yeah. has a what's that type of? It has like that numbing pepper. Shinso pepper. Shido, I don't. Some some type of pepper where it numbs you. Yeah, like, it's like there's a they have two levels like spiciness level and numbness level. Right, and then it's insane. A lot of people like the numbing thing. I personally don't because it's really weird because I like to feel all my <laughs> all the food in my <laughs> it mouth. Numbs your tongue. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, Mazamen and get the deluxe one if you want everything on it, which is it's decently priced too. I forgot the price, but it's your usual typical like, like ramen $15, prices. Dollars, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen. 
so worth it so worth it and then or just get the ramen if you want yeah you haven't tried it but it's probably good yeah next time i want the ramen so check it out mogu mogu right mogu 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 and with that said and done Haley's specialty <laughs> has entered the chat <laughs> k-pop so what are we talking about BTS, K-pop today? BTS, of course. Of course. Her specialty specialty. Yeah. But what about BTS though? So BTS um, recently released a new music video, but it's a Japanese song. So for BTS, they have a lot of like K-pop songs, obviously, but then they also are really well known in Japan. So they have J- Japanese versions of their most popular songs and a Japanese album. And then this is, I think, their fifth Japanese album that's going to come out. When is it going to come out? Oh, so they're actually going to have an actual album oh, for this release? Yeah, the actual album is coming out on June 16th, and it's going to have 23 songs. Holy shit. It's that's gonna... a lot of songs for K-pop <laughs> No, but standards. then it's going to be like their older Japanese <laughs> oh, okay. songs. Oh, that's so As cool. well as like some new ones, but it's going to be on two CDs, they said. June 20, oh, June 16th, um, and it's going to include all their Japanese hits from 2017 onwards. Wow. Have they, have they had an actual... First off, before we get further again, like we just did, what is the song called? <laughs> so their newest song is called Film Out. And then, what's the album called? Do you have the I album name? Or there's no title? There's no name. Have they released? Oh, no, wait. Just kidding. It's called BTS The Best. No, I have no words for that either. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, the name of their Japanese album that's coming out. So, for um for the Japanese album, have they released, like, full-on, like, long albums like this before? Or is this, like, the first one? That's I don't why think... they're including so many songs. Yeah, I don't think it's been 23 songs. It's maybe, like, 8, 10 that's songs. still pretty decent. Yeah. That's single than, uh, single albums maybe. It's more than well. Rose, Rosie's single. Yeah. <laughs> the two songs that <laughs> still considered really an album. Though. So yeah, he was still listening album. to that. Yeah. And I mean, it was cool. And then uh, also along with like the song releasing, they had a music video too, right? Yeah. So the so, music uh, video released too. Yeah, that literally came out yesterday. From when we're filming this, so it's really really yeah, recent. April second, it. it came out, so you can check it out on YouTube already. Um, I was telling Joko that when I watched the music video, I was like, I think this one like connects with their what it's called a bung tongue universe. So you know how we have like the Marvel universe? BTS actually has a universe as well. Called the, the bung tongue universe. universe. So B U universe. Because of bung tongue oh, so you don't know what BTS yeah. stands for. Yeah. Which you should know. Yeah, you should know by now. It's bung tongue. <laughs> um, um so basically, like all their music videos from earlier on, they all connect in a storyline. It's insane. It's it goes so really clear, deep. Actually. Yeah. It's like, I mean, the best way to do this, though, there's a lot of people. I think there's a specific chick that on YouTube goes and explains all yeah. of the t- like the whole timeline and the story. Mm-hmm. And it's so insanely like in depth. And it's really interesting. Yeah. It's like it deals with like. Jin is almost like the, he's like the protagonist, the protagonist saving all the other members yeah. because of a lot of things that are going on. So basically he time travels. Yeah. So like it's kind of that's why it kind of gets confusing. But if you guys know one of our personal favorite songs by Jin, which is um, Epiphany. Epiphany. So Epiphany by Jin, like the music video, you'll see like it kind of goes backwards in a way, yeah. which kind of represents like so like it's moving forward and he's like sad and emo and stuff mm-hmm. but then when he goes outside in the rain like 
uh, there's a scene where like it like when it kind of reverses back yeah. and the rain goes the upward. Up. So it kind of represents the time travel effect in terms of him being able to kind of rewind and go back in time. Yeah. And there's like you really just need to watch the explanation because it's way better than my explanation. Yeah. But <laughs> if you it's search... like a really cool story plot where it's like he kind of like saves everyone because there's a lot of different things happen to each member. Think of like, like a story. if you guys have seen Groundhog Day. So like if he mm, is not perfect. happy with like. The outcome, the outcome right he'll reset the day again right so he like is able to reset the timelines yeah so, so what, like if something goes wrong like if he's not able to save a certain right. member like the day will reset again and he'll get another chance to like be able to save that member which ties into the butterfly effect because yeah. that will end up changing something in the next timeline when he goes when he goes and fixes something yeah which is kind of crazy that's why it's almost like a domino like butterfly effect each time <laughs> i feel so bad for him yeah but it's really cool because it's like you you would just watch these music videos if you weren't really aware or thought about it yeah and then you're just like oh okay interesting it's just dramatic right. or like oh okay cool yeah. k-pop <laughs> oh k-pop like another k-pop music video oh yeah but they all connect it's really cool whoever like thought about this idea or oh big it. hit <laughs> Or whoever behind, like, this yeah. specifically, like, directed. Because it's really interesting. I don't think every video is no, part of the Bang yeah. Tong universe. But a majority of them are. And it's very surprising and really, really cool. Yeah. Which is why you need to just look it up on YouTube. Yeah, just... Do you know the girl's name or no? Or I do don't you remember know. how she looks like or something? She, I think it's, like, Celeste something. But then if you type in, like, um, BTS universe or like bangtang universe theories i hers is like the first one that pops up and it's really cool because i mean after watching the newest video it like she already uploaded something yeah and um we were kind of talking about it really briefly earlier mm -hmm. and it makes so much sense like because you'll see if you watch the music video like one of the big things to me was I remember seeing it and thinking, I'm like, this has to mean something is yeah. when Jin opens up the door and he, there's a lot of doors around him. Like he's right. like in this like empty, like area or space, yeah, space full of like doors, like a yeah. universe of doors. And then the lady that's was uh, in, in the video explaining everything. What did she say? She said that like each one represents like each a different, different parallel timeline. universe that he has opened up in order to save them. So like he's so done cool. it multiple times. So there's like so many doors because like he's tried so many times to save like each member. And of course, like each time he wasn't like able to fulfill it, like someone else would like something die bad would or something ba bad would happen. So we'd yeah. have to like restart it again. But and each of those doors represent the, like he's that's different. What, so I think that's what blew my mind because like now we have because if you couldn't imagine it yourself, yeah. especially people who are not used to it, especially who like don't watch like anime or like all these yeah. crazy series and stuff that have like like alternate dimensional yeah. timelines and stuff. This is like a perfect visualization yeah. of like exactly what's going on right like, it represents it so well like each door is a different timeline different universe where something has happened that Jin has opened up mm -hmm. and oh my god and it's then so there's, cool there's more to the music video too like uh a big like what is it like a symbol in those music videos are the what are those called the one with the time what uh clock <laughs> no, that thing with the sand. Oh, hourglasses. Hourglass. Gosh, I couldn't even think okay, of the word. So hourglass. So that's a symbol in like a lot of their videos. So like you'll notice in some of it, like it's laying sideways. So that means like time has stood Stop. still. Right. And then there's one where Jin had just entered the room and it was full and it was going so down. So like he had just, just entered right. that parallel universe. And there's one scene Flipside. with Jungkook where it's like it's already down. And, and like it's, it's, it's run out, out so then you'll see them like fade away 
So like basically the time it's is so off. cool. Yeah. So if you've checked out the video and you didn't really know about this kind of stuff going on, you should definitely kind of look more into it because I think you'll just dive down this deep rabbit hole of like watching all these videos and be like, Oh my God, yeah. this is so cool. Like, there's a storyline. So basically, story. the main storyline is that the uh, the BTS members are all classmates. Like they went to school together, and then like all these events started happening where like someone got injured or right. like got sick, um, and then like Jin has to save them. Like one of them was suicidal, and he has to like go to their hotel room and like drag them out of a burning building. Right. I mean, yeah. it explains it. This, I mean, it's just really in depth. Like, it's hard to kind of go through everything. I'm, we're just kind of just kind of throwing out like the main kind of summary, so you kind of have an idea. So, yeah. if this is interesting to you, you should check it out. I mean, if you're a BTS fan, you, you should have already checked this out. Yeah, and then I also want to add that there's actually a webtoon that relates to the music videos as well. So, like, if you want to read more in depth, um, if you go webtoon and like, I think it's called Save Me. And they have like a comic, right? For BTS, explain, I mean, yeah. yeah. For those that don't know what a web what webtoon, webtoon is, is, basically like the Korean version of comics, basically, so or like the Korean Lime. version of manga. So if you're familiar with Line, which is like you know the te big texting application within like all of Asia, they have a like a subsidiary which is like webtoon, yeah, which is like yeah, like an online comic thing that they have, and it's an application totally free. Yeah. So you could see and read a lot of different comics from Webtoons that have even... Some of these Webtoon comics have gotten so popular and big that they actually made anime adaptations for a few. Yeah. Like God of High School. Mm -hmm. But um, like Haley said, that there's the the BTS one, the Bangtang one. Yeah, is crazy it's called Save Me. It's, it relates to this whole universe this bongtang universe like with the music videos and it kind of is an easier representation of kind of understanding i think what it like kind of plugs in the holes yeah it gives you more detail like more in depth so yeah. if you're a bts fan i know what you're going to be doing after this podcast yeah. <laughs> you'll be <laughs> like luck. yeah if you didn't know about it now you, you should just watch those videos i think there's like a hour-long video that explains all of it i watched it she made me watch it and i couldn't i actually watched it because yeah, so it's interesting. super interesting. Yeah. So check it out, Bang Tang Universe, and check out their new music video, which will kind of make you more interested and enjoy uh, diving in that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, have fun. <laughs> so I mean, with that said, that's enough for K-pop because I think we could probably talk a lot about this, but yeah, we'll let you guys handle that from your that's your own homework for <laughs> now. Um, no gaming news or gaming information like. There will be some soon. With no no gaming yeah. stuff today again. But you know what that means? Anime time. Yeah. And what what I'm going to be talking about today, as you can tell, I'm smiling or you can hear it in my voice. Yeah. We all giggly like a little girl. Super excited about this anime. <laughs> my my like guilty pleasure favorite like genre, as I said before, is like rom com like spice Shoujo. of life, shojo and harem so this is everything all in one again and it's actually a more recent series anime series uh se season two just finished with this whole batch of anime mm. seasons that are just finishing up like with horimiya and you know attack on titan the final season part one just finishing up yeah so season two is just finishing up for this one and it is called the quintessential quintuplets oh yes so good. Oh 
my girls. Oh gosh. <laughs> but it's I mean, um I recently just actually got into the series and I had binge watched season one and then was finally finished with that and I actually caught up to season two like when it was still airing. Mm. Love it. Such a good series. It's so much fun and entertaining. It's like a it's a harm. Basically this one one guy who's really smart, uh is does really well in school of course it's another high school setting of course it's it's like shonen you know so high school (laughs) and then there's um actually there's as i said quintuplets there's a there's five sisters Mm. that are not that smart when it comes to academics in school so they're very well off and then their father uh hires a tutor and guess who the tutor is the boy. Of course. <laughs> so Futuro is the tutor, ends up being the t- tutor for all five of them. Thing is, they're not interested in studying. Uh, even on the first like first day of school for one of the quintuplets, they didn't get on a good foot with uh, with Futuro already. So they're, they're like bumped heads. So <laughs> she doesn't like him. The other four like mean him and like don't care about him either because it's, it's like, he's our tutor? Yeah. We don't want to study. Like As soon as they get home or get to their home, it's like they're all doing their own thing. They don't mm-hmm. want to study. Like each one represents like a different. Like I feel like it. Each of them is a different classification of a female um, heroine in mm-hmm. each like type of anime. Because the oldest one is Ichika, mm-hmm. and she's like the more mature. Like everyone likes her because she's like really nice. You could. She's like easily approachable, relatable. She's like seems like the most normal one. Mm-hmm. And she's very mature and, like, is able to talk well. Then you have the next one in line, which is Nino, which is, like, she's, like, the Sundere. Yeah. Like, she's, like, she could be the bitch of the mm-hmm. group. But she's, like, she's not, I, I don't want to say bitch because after the second season, it's, like, she's not really a bitch. She's just overprotective and that's just how she is, yeah. you know. And the middle one, my personal favorite, Miku. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Team Miku. And she's, like, more... She's kind of more like introverted, always like more quiet. Super cute though. I think that's why I really like how she is. But she's like really nerdy mm-hmm. and into like um what like all these like old era like Japanese like stuff. Oh really? Like, yeah, like you know those like different like the feudal lords and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So that's like her guilty pleasure. And um she always has like the she's always no- known for the headphones around her head. The fourth youngest one is Yotsuba. I really like her um, too. She has not as short hair as um, the oldest one, but she has like it's up to like your shoulders, mm-hmm. and she has like the most different colored up the hair. All of them are kind of like a hue of like like red, purple ish kind of thing, and but pink. Her, and pink. But hers is definitely more orange. Like mm-hmm. you could tell the difference. Hers is orange, and she has that little like bunny ear, oh. like um, you know the headband thing going on, and she's. One of the vo- she's a voice actress for a lot of different rom coms I watch, so I'm like an even bigger fan of her. Like she's, um, she's a voice actress for like Yui from Snafu. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really recognize her voice. I was like, oh my god! And it's all of these voice actresses, I can't think off the top of my head. And I'm recording with my phone, which is what you're watching in, so I can't look it up right now. All of them are like big voice actresses, like have big parts in other different yeah. anime series. It's really cool. Last but not least, it's Isuki. And that's like the main heroine. It seems like 
that's what the anime is foc- making you focus on. She's mm-hmm. the one that bumped heads and met the protagonist first when mm-hmm. the series started. And, like, bumped heads kind of thing. Like, they kind of are irritated of each other. But it seems like that's, like, the one that they're trying to make you like and is supposed to be with the protagonist. But mm-hmm. after season two, still don't know. All I know is it was nice to see a lot of Miku again. Yeah. Season two. In season two, I think it was a big change from season one. And season one was great already. Season two, it's kind of, it started establishing. Because first off, season one is like, they didn't like each other. So they're trying to become like friends first. <laughs> like, right. They're trying to tolerate each other. Second season is more where the romance is starting to come in. Like mm-hmm. feelings and kind of more of that stuff. And I love the fact, I told you, I've said this before. Futuro is not one of those protagonists who's like, kind of just oblivious to everything going on. He actually, you find out like through the second season, end of second <laughs> season, like that he's kind of has a feeling and that, you know, some of the, like the girls like him right? and has probably established his own feelings, but you know, they didn't really talk about it more. And that's why I like Futuro. Cause he's not dumb. Mm-hmm. Like first off, he's literally book smart. Second off, he, he's not like a blockhead who doesn't know. He's going not on. oblivious. He knows he kind of has an idea of what's going on, so I love that, and I love, I love all of the girls. Like they're all fun and cool and entertaining and pretty in their own ways. So, I, I like Miku at the top. Then literally second is all of them. Like I can't choose like an actual order after Miku. Haley hasn't watched it. No. Will you watch it? No. Why not? I'm not I- interested in those kind of uh... animes. The only shoujo I watch is Horimiya, and I guess my love story. Oh, and you gotta watch this one. I'm good. All your friends will tell you to watch this. It's fine. Why not? Oh, I don't feel like watching it. Okay. Well, I will, <laughs> I will do my best to keep trying to convince her. And great news is season three confirmed. They confirmed it, but it's not gonna be till next year, sometime in 2022. I don't know if they said winter or like when exactly it is, but we gotta wait. Is but there a the manga? Same- and there's, of course, yeah, there's a manga. I'm not going to read it because I'm enjoying the anime series a lot. And I don't want to, you know, kind of spoil anything. I want to just see it happen. Mm-hmm. Because basically, oh, you know, I didn't even say. And the, the first scene is like him, him marrying one what we believe is one of Show, the quintuplets. It shows like the future. Like, kind of like a marriage scene. But then we don't know which one it is. And I even if they show the hair color, it's like all of them kind of have the same hair color when they were kids. And maybe like older kind of it. different, so they can yeah. always change it. So we're not sure. Hopefully, the third season we find out. Cause second season we we're getting closer, but nothing yet. So I'm still hanging on in the red. It's like they're dangling that carrot, <laughs> and it's and it works. It works very well. Hashtag Team Miku again. <laughs> so I that's my recommendation. That's what I want to talk about. I can't wait till season three again when I get to talk about this again be a while still you have no words huh no i have no words <laughs> sorry i'm more into like homie is ending you want to talk about that are you sad about that i am but i'm still more upset that he cut his hair oh, i mean yeah that he doesn't have long hair anymore and we haven't watched i, I think the last season, uh, last episode, uh, episode yeah i haven't already, watched it yet but we'll check check it out after this podcast probably huh yeah i'm more into like Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia. Attack on Titan's been doing well. It's crazy that they dropped that bomb. 
that the second part of the final season is not till next like a year yeah, from now. Yeah, it's winter 2022. <laughs> but the thing is like I'm glad that they're doing that because when they released this final season it just seemed like that was it. You know, like this is going to be it. That's the end. But then they're like, "Haha, it's like there's going to be a second part." Right. To the I, finale. I just thought they were just going to keep going, like continuing it like into the next this next season and then finish it, but Yeah. I guess they need more time to draw because yeah. they they still go all out. Yeah, I mean, like they keep up like with the manga, like scene by scene, basically. Right. right? It's it's so well. You read the manga, you're you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I've already seen like job. spoilers from the manga. <laughs> I plus you're yeah because you're always on Instagram. People, yeah. All those people are always posting stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like the manga panels that they're posting. I'm like, dang it. Well. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> so at least your your butt is prepared. I for, know. Yeah, for some of it, <laughs> anyway. For the rest of the season, um, but I mean that's pretty much it. Quintessential quintuplets. Check it out. Don't be like Haley. Check it out. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Timiku. Hashtag Timiku. Always for life. Oh hearts. God. This kind of heart. These hearts. Hearts all around. <laughs> and then also check out the Bangtang universe. With uh, also their new song. What's the new song again? Film Out. Film Out. Japanese. BTS. Check it out. Yes, it's in Japanese. You're not crazy if you think you're, it doesn't sound like Korean. It's because it's in Japanese. I feel like they sing well in Japanese, though. They do. They probably. I think they probably sing and speak Japanese way better than their English. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and yes, that's English with R. Yeah, well, they've gotten better. <laughs> and, then Maz- be and then the Mazam. Mazam, 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 Mogu, Mogu, Mazam, Mazam, so check it out whenever you're here in around LA, Orange County, Southern California. And we'll probably see you around there. And AnimunchesLA at gmail.com. Again, like, subscribe, hit that follow button wherever you listen to this podcast or if you watch this podcast on YouTube. Always appreciated. And we will see you guys in the next episode. As always, peace. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.